They're getting worried. Hell, they're past the point of being worried. They are now scared. To borrow a term from the late prodigy of Mob Deep, the mainstream media is shook. I really think the media, I think they thought Nikki Haley had a real chance last night. Mainstream media, they are pleading. They are begging you to support Nikki Haley. Come on, peasants. This is St. Nick, the same St. Nick who surprises you every Christmas with those gifts that keep on giving. They are trying to make St. Nick more relatable. They are playing the gender card. They're playing the race card. She's just like you. Nikki Haley grew up as a victim of mythical racism, but she fought the white man, and she will continue fighting the white man for you. I really believe that the mainstream media thought Nikki Haley could win last night. Now, the rest of us knew that was a fantasy. Once she was exposed by Vivek Ramaswamy and had absolutely no answer to the plethora of accusations that he made against her, Nikki Haley's campaign was all but over. She'd be better off returning to the North Pole to work on her climate-friendly sleigh to make sure it's ready for woke Christmas in June. The media... They have utilized every tool in their belt to derail the momentum of Donald Trump. Orange man, bad! The release of his mugshot trying to embarrass him, criminal charges and trials, false accusations of dictatorship, comparisons to Adolf. The media is so desperate, knowing that John Biden barely has the ability to walk for president, much less run for president. The media has gotten so desperate They are supporting a Republican candidate. They will do anything. They will do anything to beat the Trumper. Now, obviously, Nikki Haley is not a true conservative. She's a parishioner of Woke United Methodist trying to disguise herself as a conservative. The problem is Nikki Haley is a terrible actress. Since all their usual tactics have failed, the media, they are now trying to rely on Old Faithful. This is one of the originals. When normal people are defying their demands and things aren't going their way, what does the media do? They try to scare you. They have gotten so desperate, they are utilizing the age-old tactic of fear-mongering to scare people into voting for St. Nick over Donnie Trump. The fear-mongering, it started Monday night with Rachel Maddow on MSNBC. Now, I actually watched this segment live. It's been... It's been a long time since I have watched the Rachel Maddow show. There wasn't a Pell's game Monday night, so I decided I was going to watch Rachel Maddow to see how she would cover New Hampshire. What do I see when I turn on MSNBC at 8 o'clock? The beautiful face of Little Red Riding Hood, the media daughter of Big Red Joy Behar, Jen Psaki. Yeah, what the hell is Jennifer doing on MSNBC in Rachel Maddow's time slot? I was tuning in to see Rach. As it turns out, Rachel Maddow, she was sick Monday night. Translation, she didn't feel like showing up to work on the only day of the week that she is required to show up to work. If that's not an example of woke welfare, I don't know what is. Rach did join the show momentarily to discuss the upcoming election in New Hampshire. As she joined the show, I noticed that Rachel Maddow had visited the barber of Megan Rapinoe, the same barber who cuts the hair of my prepubescent nephews. The propaganda started immediately with the caption MSNBC chose for this segment. Trump says he will be a dictator for just the first day. 
Remember the other day when we were talking about context? This is a prime example of the media removing context to further their own narrative that Trump aspires to be the next Adolf. MSNBC is referencing a quote from early December when Trump was asked, I think it was by Sean Hannity, if he wanted to be a dictator. Trump replied, no, other than day one. We're closing the border. We're opening up the oil fields. But after that, I'm not a dictator. Now, obviously, any normal person knows this was said in jest, but you're not going to get that kind of context from Rachel Maddow. No, 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 no. There was a narrative to push. Why let facts get in the way of pushing the agenda? This was the perfect line to exploit to instill fear in the shit fucks who watch MSNBC. Watch for yourself. If you pick me, that'll be the end of politics. And you won't have to deal with politics anymore. You won't have to deal with contested elections. You won't have to deal with contests or divisions when it comes to power. You'll have a strongman leader and I'll just do what I want. And won't that be a lot simpler? Um, that's what he's offering. That, that strongman model is what the Republican base is enthused about. And that is something that sets him apart from every other Republican candidate. And I think that we're naive to think that he's tricking people into picking him and then mm. surprise and act like a dictator. Did you see what she did there? This was classic media manipulation. What is the easiest way to get people to believe a lie? You stick the lie between two truths. Here on the channel, we call it a shit sandwich. Truth number one from Rachel Maddow, Donald Trump is not tricking people into voting for him. Truth number two, Donald Trump is appealing to normal people of all races because he offers strong male leadership, something that is severely lacking right now with the John Biden administration. Now, of course, the obvious lie, and Trump gets elected, it's the end of politics as we know it, we're going to be living under a dictator. <laughs> Which is kind of confusing when you think about it, since deacons at Woke United Methodists want America to be more like China. Last I checked, the CCP operated under a dictator. I guess Rachel Maddow is cool with a dictator as long as it's her chosen dictator, as long as it's someone from the establishment. But if the dictator is Donald Trump, which is not the case, but if Trump did want to be a dictator, the narrative from Rachel Maddow is orange man bad. But let's get back to this commentary from Rachel Maddow about strong male leadership. I thought this was incredibly telling. The media, they also like to call this toxic masculinity. The thing they fear the most about Donald Trump, he is not going to put up with their shit. It's not going to be like Burger King anymore where you can have it your way. There won't be millions of people walking across the southern border heading straight to the taxpayer-funded indoctrination center where they'll be given woke welfare and be encouraged to vote. Instead of commercial pilots being hired based on diversity, they'll be hired based on qualifications and merit. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to flying, I want the best pilot they have to offer. I don't give a shit what color he is. Can he fly the plane? Can he handle turbulence? Can he make sure I'm alive when we arrive at our destination? If the answer to all those questions is yes, that's the pilot I want flying my plane. I don't want someone flying the plane because he changed his name from Eddie to Betty and that makes him qualified. More than ever, this country needs strong male leadership. And look, look, 
It didn't have to be Trump. It could have been Ron DeSantis, could have been Vivek Ramaswamy, who was my choice in this primary to begin with. But I'm good with Vivek being the VP. Ronnie, Donnie, Vivek, doesn't matter where it comes from. Strong male leadership is what we have been missing the last four years under Johnny B. Biden. Last night, after it was announced within minutes of the polls closing that Donald Trump had won New Hampshire, he was getting ready to give his victory speech. For some reason, Nikki Haley gave a speech last night. I'm not a loser. I didn't lose. I just didn't win. But that's okay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep doing what I've been told, wasting hundreds of millions of dollars so Trump can't use it against Johnny B. The crowd, if you could even call it that, at Nick Haley's speech, it was filled with doofus donors. The crowd at Trump's speech, filled with normal people. In a surprising turn of events, MSNBC, they actually promised to broadcast the Trumpers' victory speech. Um, I thought there was a strict policy at MSNBC to never broadcast the truth. Like CNN, I thought MSNBC was allergic to the truth. Why the sudden change? (laughs) I wonder if it had anything to do with all the backlash last week when Rachel Maddow refused to air Trump's speech in Iowa. Last night, MSNBC, they decided to show the speech with a special caveat. The first time we hear misinformation, we're shutting this down. We will not expose our audience to symptoms of OMB, Orange Man Bad. It took all of 90 seconds, a minute and a half, for Rachel Maddow to interrupt the Trumper. 90 seconds. Now, what was his crime? What was his violation of the woke commandments? What painful misinformation was the MSNBC audience exposed to? (laughs) Watch for yourself. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now. Three. Three. We win it every time. We win the primary. We win the... Generals so there we go. Uh, um, so this is part of the issue here. Uh, so Donald Trump saying that he won New Hampshire um, not only in previous primaries, but that he won New Hampshire in the general election um, is not true. Donald Trump did, to his credit, um, in 2016 win the New Hampshire Republican primary. He did in 2020 win the New Hampshire Republican primary. But both in 2016, when he was competing against Hillary Clinton in the general election, He narrowly lost New Hampshire in the general election. And then in 2020, when he was competing against Joe Biden in the general election, he lost New Hampshire Hampshire by a good, fair chunk of vote. Who fucking cares? I mean, seriously? Trump only spoke for about five minutes last night. Eventually, he handed the platform to Vice President Ramaswamy. Well, KC Kamala Harris is my vice president. Sure. Yeah, but no one takes Cam seriously. If you want to get technical, though, Trump or handed the platform to your future vice president. My point is, Trump only spoke for about five minutes. 90 seconds into his speech, Rachel Maddow wants to interrupt him because because he basically misspoke? If that's the case, we would never get to see a full speech from John Biden. Remember this, Jim? That can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him... uh, 
Excuse me. Last night was intentional by MSNBC. They interrupted Trump intentionally over a simple error to further the narrative that Trump is a serial liar and the media is the arbiter of truth. Just think of the irony there. The same Rachel Maddow who was busted spreading the illusion of Russian collusion. The same MSNBC who has been busted in lie after lie after lie. I mean, this is the same network that features Joy Reid in prime time. That network is sending the message that Trump is a liar and they are the truth. You know, it's been a long time, probably about eight years since I have seen this level of fear in the mainstream media. They know they fucked up. They hitched their bruised caboose to John Biden and they know that he can't win. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I said the Trump campaign, it just feels different this time. He wasn't receiving the same publicity because the media was choosing to ignore him. Didn't feel like he had the same level of excitement and enthusiasm. All that has changed. And that's what the media is afraid of. Trump is building momentum in the media. They are being forced to cover him now because everyone else has dropped out of the race. Nikki Haley is the last remaining holdout and she is promising to remain in this race until the end. It ain't happening. I'm telling you. Unless something drastic happens, Nikki Haley is going to drop out before South Carolina. She is not going to subject herself to being humiliated in her home state. But give me your thoughts on this. The media, they are using fear-mongering to scare people into voting for Nikki Haley for anyone other than Donald Trump. Rachel Maddow interrupts Trump over a simple speaking error. Why do you think the mainstream media is so afraid of Donald Trump? I don't know if they were even this afraid in 2016 or 2020. The level of fear right now in the media, it seems to be at an all-time high. Why? Give me your reason. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate each one of you guys and your continued support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.